0: welcome to win the day podcast hosted by cyrus jaffrey here we interview top entrepreneurs industry leaders business owners as well as individuals that perform at the highest level in the country we dive deep into their thought process and the things that they
1: do to separate themselves from the competition well let's get to it man hey yeah. Uh, Michael welcome to win the day podcast man and I'm your host Cyrus Jaffrey appreciate you being on thanks buddy appreciate being here yeah Yeah. so we're gonna get into a lot of different stuff man I'm excited Um, the biggest thing I want to learn from you so Michael first of all let's just go back to uh, what you do Mm -hmm. today and then how you kind of got into it if that's okay and then we'll see where it goes
0: yeah well what I do now is I own businesses and I invest that's what I do now um, but if, depending on how far you want to take it back, I grew up in the restaurant business. Okay. Uh, both my mom's side of my family and my dad's side of the family were both in the restaurant business. Okay. So when I was young growing up, that's all I pretty much knew was restaurants. So busing tables, working in the kitchen, yeah. cleaning. Um, I've always had a job in the restaurant business and then I've supplemented that with other jobs as I've moved on. So, um, yeah. Went to college, got a degree in finance, worked for a bank, thought I was going to try to be in banking, banking for a long time. Um, and then uh, in when I was 25, so however many years ago that was, yeah. uh, it was 2008, actually, when the financial crisis was happening and the writing yeah. was on the wall for me. I was living in San Diego at the time. I lived for okay. in San Diego for eight years. Um I had an off opportunity to buy the majority of my grandmother's business, which is Maria's Mexican restaurant. Okay. So I moved my family. I had a wife and two kids. Uh, moved them from San Diego to Omaha. Bought the majority interest okay. of that business. And at the time, as a side note, it was a really it was a huge risk because there was no cash in that that particular business. There was no money, sure. and I had a really good job where I was making, yeah. you know, a, a very a living that a twenty five year old should not be earning at that okay. time. I was fortunate enough to be making, and so. I left, hmm. I left that income for a job, or for a business that I had to spend a lot of money on to grow and expand and no guarantee of any additional wow. cash for me and my, and my family. So I took a big risk. It paid Why? off.
1: Why? Just, uh, um, it
0: just felt like the right back. thing. You know, okay. I, I, when, I left, when I left Omaha, um, two things I had for sure made my mind on. One, I didn't want to be in the restaurant business. And two, I didn't <laughs> want to come back to Omaha. <laughs> And, you know, eight years later, I did Uh both those things. I swear I wasn't going to do. So it felt right, man. The timing was right. Um, I also felt an obligation to my family. You know, a family business is interesting because the succession plan isn't always clear, right? There's a lot of businesses, and you probably see it in your business too, right? Where a guy or girl builds up a business, there's no succession plan, and then what do they do with it, right? It dissolves, or they sell it, or, you know, whatever. So I felt as an obligation, just the way my family is, I was the person that if if this business was going to continue, it's going to be because I moved back and did it, and there wasn't really another solid plan, in my opinion, right? So I felt a bit of an obligation, and then... um, once I did Maria's, then did another smaller Maria's inside the Ralston Arena. Then I did Moolah and then now Taco Co. And, yeah. um, you know, th- there is a, you ever heard of, I'm sure you've heard of Robert Kiyosaki, right? Rich yep. Dad Porter. I'm not Absolutely. endorsing anything he does, but yeah. he has this quadrant that I feel like is really applied to my life, right? You start off as an employee, mm-hmm. then you're self-employed. means you own own your own job, right? Mm-hmm. But you still have to work it. That's kind of where I was when I started okay. Maria's, right? I, st- okay. I, was in, I, I was self-employed, but I had to work it. Yeah. Uh, then you're going to be a business owner, which is now you have the systems and the people in place where it's producing cash flow without you having a job specifically, right? So I don't have to yeah. make the food. That was probably a moolah. Like when you was, got to
1: moolah, you are probably at that stage.
0: You know, actually, when I every time I start a restaurant, I go back to self-employed because in the okay. beginning, okay. Okay, okay, it's okay, important okay, okay. for me to know everything about that business exactly. before I start to to dial in the processes and procedures to be able to hand that off. So for me in the beginning, it's always me as the person, you know, doing the damn thing. So writing the recipes, doing the procedures, managing as much as I can. But then there is a shift at some point because the idea is not to stay in that, in that quadrant. The idea is to, bring in a high quality manager Absolutely. and allow them to do their thing yeah. and, and provide the support and oversight, right? Got it. And then the last quadrant is investor. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm in between the business owner and investor part of my Got career it. right now. And I've, I've certainly paid my dues as an employee and, and I'm, I'll shift back to being self-employed as I grow new things, right? Yeah, so if I decide yeah, sure. to do whatever it is next, I'll go back because I like to be in the trenches with, with the goal of Shifting back into a business owner and then taking proceeds from that and investing in other yeah, things yeah, that are. Sure. Yeah. So that, that's kind of been the flow of my career. Interesting. Um, and so, that's awesome. Man. Yeah.
1: Good for you, man. So now you're on your so you have you have three right now. Call three and a half. Three three and a half. Three and a half. Three. Yeah. Three and a half. Okay. So I'm I'm curious, man. So what so when do you feel like, okay, it's time to bring on a manager, right? Mm-hmm. So like you got Moolah. Mm-hmm. You ran Mula for about a year. Let's say you're like in a year, you're like, all right, now it's time. I can Mm -hmm. step out. Like when do you know to step out of your role? Because that's what a lot of business owners have a hard time with, and I have a hard time with. Okay, I'm like, I'm ready, Mm -hmm. but like, am I ready? Mm -hmm. You know, I do.
0: For me, uh, the idea is to hire some key people at the very top that are underneath you, right, if you're looking at an organizational chart Got that it. are assistant managers and or managers or have tremendous management potential. Got it. And as you're going through those first year or two, you're bringing them along for the ride. Okay. And and hopefully, if it's the right person, they'll have the ambition and the talent mm-hmm. and the skill That's to all. want to take over that role eventually, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's really a team thing. It's not something I can necessarily drive or there's not, certain specific for me it's always yeah. been have cultivate the talent in the beginning uh for instance a good friend of ours yeah. right manages moolah Absolutely. um and and it was a mutual thing with with him wanting that position him knowing that he was going to step into the guy who's going to be running this business yeah. um and then just making sure he's got all the things in place to be able to get there when it, when the 100%. time is right so you know it's not like you know days on the calendar it's more of a there's a little bit of a feel to it i think yeah. you know um, for
1: sure so. so so all three different Or three and a half they're all different right Mm -hmm. so like is the same handbook that you have for maria's is not going to work for mula i'm assuming or 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 is it going to be the same systems and process so here yeah yeah all of our agents like i don't care who you are man but like this is how you're going to talk to a client Mm -hmm. these are the words you're going to say these are the five questions you're going to ask because Mm -hmm. we know that's what's going to make you successful we've done a lot of research on this is that the same thing in the restaurant industry as well? You think? Or? I think
0: so. I think there's a lot of things that are repeatable. Okay. I think you also have to account for the culture of the specific business, right? Mm-hmm. If you walked into a different, you know, Cyrus Jaffrey location, maybe the walls are painted yeah. differently, the type of clientele is different based yeah. on the neighborhood, and so yeah. you may take those same format, yeah. but there might be a little bit of adjustment you're making to the specific demographic, sure. Sure. right? So, I think at the core, yeah, mm-hmm. what we want to do is is have a very repeatable business, but you got to account for the difference in the culture and the identity, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, or else it gets lost. So it doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't feel like it matches. Right. Because if I tried to yeah. just um, copy and paste what I do at Mulat, say taco company, got it's it. such a different thing. It wouldn't feel as authentic, you know, so you got to make those adjustments, I think, for the specific identity of that for business. Sure. Yeah. But for there's sure. definitely some some tried and true things that you have to do to be able to deliver a good a good experience for a guest. Right. No, hundred percent. At the core.
1: And, and how do you look at these opportunities that come to your table like. So do you have a specific thing in mind that your next adventure is going to be? Do you have some things in mind while you're sending a podcast like, oh, that's a good idea? Or do you stick to your lane? It's the restaurant industry and that's about it. Or if other opportunities come to mind, how do you tackle those?
0: Um, so a couple things. As far as restaurants go, I, I say no to 99.9% of every opportunity um, because okay. I, I feel like, for me, one of the keys for how I've gotten to this point in my career has been discipline. It's really easy to get excited about opportunities and Mm -hmm. locations and partnerships and whatever. And and the more success you have, the more those opportunities come, right? For sure. The more people come calling and and want to be a part of what's moving forward. So I say no to most things, but I'm also an ideas guy, so I have four or five concepts at any given time in my mind. I travel a lot, I'm taking notes from what's going on around the country, I'm following other people on social media to kinda see what Uh the cutting edge and creative stuff is. Uh, But I'm also realistic and and I don't, for for me, I don't wanna make any strategic missteps at this point in my career, right? I mean, I could, I could probably, I could probably, fail a couple times in the restaurant business and, and, you know, still have, go back to what I have right now. I just don't want to. For sure. So maybe I think some of my mentors might say I'm a little overly cautious and maybe too okay. disciplined, but for me, it's, I'm comfortable there. That's in the restaurant business. And I, I do have some things that I'm just waiting for the right opportunity, right. man. It, it's got to have some soul to it. If it doesn't okay. make me excited, you know, people ask about doing a mula out West. Um, and I think we would do great out there, but it's just, you look at the building that we're in, the area, there's some soul to it. You know Uh what I mean? I can't, I I don't want to do something that doesn't get me excited and doesn't have the character. For sure. You know, the the. the, I don't know. It's got to really get me excited to do it. It's not just about the money and having another stream of revenue because you can Hmm. do that. One thing I know for sure is you can get another stream of revenue without working as hard as you do in the restaurant business, right? So for me to to put that amount of work and time and passion in, it's got to really get me excited. It's got to wake me up in the morning. And I just haven't. I haven't found that next thing yet. I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. I just haven't. It, it, it all has to come together, the location, the timing, you know, the right people. Everything's yeah. just got to kind of, for me, that's how I like to do things. Maybe that's not the right way to do it. There's certainly a lot of other restaurant owners that have, you yeah. know, 10 locations that are doing awesome and they do things differently than I do. But me, you know, even the concept of Moolah itself, the only reason I did that is because I wanted a place like Moolah in Omaha. I'd lived in San Diego for a long time. Like I said, travel. There's always cool, hip, taco, tequila places right. that I've been to, At, for, in my opinion, that didn't exist in Omaha. And I just created it literally out of my own necessity. So, like, I want a place to hang you know? out and go to. I'm gonna create it. Who That's better than funny. me to do it? So, yeah. you know, and then Taco Co, there's another story why I did that. So I'm not doing it just for the sake of like making another job or making another business. I'm doing, I'm finding things that make sense to me
1: yeah. in my
0: specific life and like what I could be passionate about and or things I want to see in this for city. Sure. And and that's it. That's the only reason I do it. So,
1: good for you, man. And I feel like, I knowing you, man, and how committed you are, and we'll go to we'll go to your kids in a minute. I, I would assume that's a piece of it as well, because you're at a pivotal pivotal point in your life to where your relationship with your two boys, mm-hmm. right? It's gonna take some time, and if it, and if this this business is gonna take more time away from your kids, it might not be worth it. I'm assuming. That's a
0: hundred percent of it, man. Um, and you know, you and I talked off camera about the importance of a family. My whole motivation is, is my family, my kids, you know, specifically. Another reason I say no to 99% of things is because you're right. There's an opportunity cost of everything you say yes to. Right. And I've, I've trimmed the fat of my life. I really have trimmed it down to like the basic things that I care about and everything else is, is kind of stripped away. Um, and so, yeah, these new opportunities, if, if you're making X in income, is X plus one worth the extra 40 hours a week? And Now, if it's a 10X opportunity, yeah, that, that's yeah, a different story, right? Sure. But not an X plus one or X plus two, which is kind of what most of the opportunities are, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the opportunity cost is not there. And for me, I always knew I wanted to structure my career in a way that I could maximize my time with my children, mm-hmm. maximize my time as a parent. 100%. I once heard somebody say, you spend eighty percent of the time you will in your child's life in the first eighteen years, in their first eighteen years, right? That's and then so powerful. and then the next whatever how many years you live, that's the twenty percent. But it makes sense, right? Cause that's uh-huh. when they're living with you, that's when they're, you know, you're they're in your arms and all this. And so that always stood out to me. Like, okay, I got eighteen years to maximize this. And then so I need to kind of balance my ambition, balance yeah. my ego, because you know, we wanna do big things, we wanna 100%. like we wanna crush, of course. I have yeah. that. Sure. Bad. We're, you know, as bad as yeah. anybody has it.
1: You have crushed it though. Uh, Let's make sure uh, people I don't know that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't feel that way, but
0: <laughs> you know, it's always been that balance of I know I have to crush being a father in those first eighteen years because you're 18. not gonna get that back. And then yeah. then once and you know, I had kids young enough where they're getting to that age soon where they're gonna be out of the house. You know, I got a good four to six years and yeah. then I could punch the gas on my ambi- ambition, ambition, you know what I mean? So, um, I've kind of been just idling on my ambition yeah. and not, not to say I haven't been doing anything cause I have been well, very productive course. and I got a lot of things going on, yeah. but you know, it's it, the idea of being one of those parents that puts their career in front of their kids. has always been very scary to me, right? That yeah. wasn't an option. I, I don't want to be, it's just not worth it. You know, for sure. me, I'm sure there's a lot of people that argue against that, but, um, that was always important to me. You know, I, I coach both their wrestling teams. I do all kinds of things with them, you know what I mean? And, and, and so I probably spend more time with my kids than maybe I do at work some days, you know, just the way that things are organized between taking them to school and feeding them and picking them up and being their coach, right? Yep. Going from one practice to another, then coming home and going through strength and condition. Pretty soon I've spent 12 hours a day on them mm-hmm. and maybe six hours working, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, but that's, I wanted that. And yeah. I've been lucky enough to be able to structure that for my life. Um, being in that business owner and investor quadrant where we have, you know, money and, and those opportunities that are providing yeah. a, a time and financial freedom for me, so
1: good for you, man. Yeah, That's, I'm lucky. They, that one of the biggest reasons we left our old um, company that we were with was because I felt like where we were, we were stuck in this position to where basically uh, more like a corporate, right? They're telling us what to do. We had to be here. Like there's certain times you got to keep your office open and all this stuff. And my son was born and I was like, dude, I can't do this. I can't can't do this. I told my wife, I said, hey, listen, what do I got to do to get out of here and start something for our kids? Like that's one of the biggest reasons we left a a big giant corporation pretty much to – open something from scratch, from zero, like two and a half years ago. And we're already bigger than we were that we did for six years, right? Because it was, it was yours, man. It's like so much passion into it or whatnot. So, and my wife's like, okay, you could do it, but you have to be home at 430 every day. If you could promise me that, be home at 430 and no Saturdays and Sundays, go ahead. I was like, done. So even in like the hardest times financially for us, I've never missed a 430 I've never, I've never worked on a Saturday, Sunday because priorities, man. Good for you, man. Priorities, which is, which is, which is pretty cool for me because I truly, man. When you hang out with your kids, you just learn from them so much, right? I'll, I'll and my, my, I have a four and a half and a two and a half, and my daughter teaches me more than anybody here probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. It's the truth. What had their your kids, man? What's the biggest lesson that they have taught you?
0: You know, it, I think it goes back to that. Um, managing your time well um you know my kids just honestly they teach me about accountability because Mm. the other day I was watching some videos I record a lot of stuff right matches practices just life and I was listening to it and I was listening to how I was talking with them when they were two and four years old like your kids and I'm like gosh I would have done this differently and that differently so for me it's always um Holding myself accountable, you know what yeah. I mean. Taking a look in the sure. mirror, Am I being a good, might be as patient as I can be. And there's so many things about being a parent that make you a better person if you're intentional right. with it, right? Um, so yeah, as you're, it's it's like the best way to learn something is to teach, right? Yeah, so sure. just te- constantly teaching them things about life has made me a better person, right? When I have them wake up and do positive affirmations, or I have yeah. them do whatever it is that they're doing. I'm teaching myself at the same, reminding myself about the motivation and the things that make you a good person. So it's been, man, I don't know if there's one thing, but it seems like every day they're taking me on this wild journey, right? You think Mm -hmm. as a parent, you're taking them on a journey, but it's the opposite. They're taking you on this wild journey of, you know, of trying to be the best person you can be and experience and and adventure and, and, you know, adversity and ups and downs. And how do you, you you know, you want to be, if you were by yourself, you'd be that, weaker person, but uh-huh. you know, your kids are watching. Now you gotta be super, you gotta be <laughs> Superman. Right. Oh, and so it sure. makes you a better person.
1: Dude, that's, that's, that, that's awesome, man. I, I do want to ask you about adversity, man. I'm sure in the last, you know, 15 or 20 years that you've been in this, you've had, you've dealt with adversities, man. I mean, at restaurant is mm-hmm. right. Can so how, how, you just said it, obviously your kids, but on the, but on the business side, how do you deal with adversity over there, man? What are some things that you do that?
0: I think the best way to deal with adversity is to be prepared. Okay. That's my thing. Um, with my kids, with life, with business, you look at, say, last year, yep. or COVID, right? That was yep. big adversity for the entire world. Still is. Still is. Yeah. The people that made it out, and I'm generalizing. For sure. You know, I don't want to make anybody feel bad, or, yeah. or, uh, but if we were to generalize, we'd say that the people that made it out good or better were the people that were most prepared, right? Oh, no, for sure. They were most prepared financially. They yeah. weren't loaded with debt. They had great cash flow or cash reserves. Sure they treated their people really well prior to COVID. It wasn't like COVID came. Now all of a sudden they care and want to retain employees, Absolutely. Absolutely. right? They invested in their companies. They invested yeah. in being competitive. They invested in their guests or their whatever sure. product and service they were selling. So-, so, you know, it's about preparation. Same with life. Same with, yeah. you know, my kids go compete in sports. Sure. When, when things get tough, the person yeah. who's best prepared for that moment wins,
1: Yeah,
0: you know, you, yeah. any struggle, you get in a fight, the person who's more prepared for that fight yeah. through whatever it is, they're ready, you yeah. know, That's to handle awesome. that situation. So it's about preparing for the things, you know, being prepared ahead of time. If there's been anything I've been successful at, it's, it's the preparation and the discipline.
1: Got
0: it. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's, so, that's what I've done best and not scaling my life up as my businesses scale and my income scales up. Right. Sure. So I'm still doing the same things that I was doing with my, you know, yeah. prior to even buying Maria's in terms of, you know, same house, same this, same that, same traveling schedule, not, Fallen into some of the traps of okay, my income just 2x now. I'm gonna 2x everything, right? And I'm gonna do I'm gonna do more than I need to do. So, not uh, don't get me wrong. I like to have fun. I do like nice things, but. I haven't scaled up my lifestyle and that's really allowed me to do the next thing and not have a ton of debt and do the next thing and not have it. You oh, know what sure. I mean? And not, and be prepared to, for any plus minuses ups downs. So I think preparation is the best way to deal with adversity. Be ready for it and yeah. be well positioned because if, if all of a sudden adversity comes and now you're trying to figure out what you need to do, you might be too a late. little late, you know,
1: too late. That's a great answer, man. That's a great answer. Appreciate that. I want to go over to mentorship. Um, you did say you do have a couple mentors, mm-hmm. right? So, what are you doing, man, on a daily basis? Because you're, you're packed, your schedule is packed, you get a lot of things going on, right? So you got time block and all that stuff that you work on, I'm assuming. What, do you have some mentors, and how do you feel about mentorship in any industry, right? It doesn't matter.
0: It's been a key for my success. Okay. Um, mentorships, and we can put that into relationships in general. Right. Um, Relationships has been the key, one of my keys to to everything, to my happiness, to opportunities. You know, opportunities I've had have been based on relationships, every single one of them. I can I can retrace exactly who the who introduced me to so and so and how I got this opportunity, whether that's investing or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. outside of the business. Um, Every restaurant I've been a part of. Um, mentors specifically. Yeah, you got to have it. You got to have people that um, have been there, done that, that you look up to. That um, hold you accountable. I think that's one of the most important things a yeah. mentor can do. Because if I sit down with somebody I care about and look up to, and I say, "Hey, this yeah. is what I want to do," okay. I better be able to follow through, or else I'm going to lose some credibility in that person's eyes. 100%. And I don't want to do that. Right? It's different than going home and telling your your wife or your yeah. buddy. you right over a beer. That's a little different. Still good. Uh, social accountability But something about Having some mentors oh, sure. That have some wisdom And advice um, But yeah man It's been so powerful For me So Good. powerful for me Over the years yeah. Good for
1: you What else do you think Would uh, attribute to your success I mean podcasts Or reading like, All that I mean, some, some some other other things Potentially
0: All those things man Okay All those things I, I mean I listen to tons Of podcasts Read as yeah. much as I can um, I feel like this You know it, It's Motivation and clarity feel great when you have them right when you're yeah. crystal clear and Absolutely. you're super motivated but it's so it's like fleeting right you can't yeah. quite hold on to it so it's like an everyday thing if you're going to build something into your mm-hmm. schedule you got to find something that for me I play mind games okay I play mind games with myself my kids think I'm crazy even when I'm in the gym right I'm playing mind games with yeah. myself like coming up with scenarios about yeah. all kinds of things things that get me fired up to do that next for set sure. right or even in business you know it's 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 like how I'm trying to constantly capture that feeling of motivation and clarity every single day. And sometimes it's like picking up a book, reading a chapter, putting it down, and I got it. Sometimes it's just putting on the right oh, podcast. Sometimes sure. it's talking to a mentor. Yeah. Sometimes it's just playing mind games with myself, thinking about my competition, right? Like, dude, they do, they woke up an hour earlier than right. you today, right? They're getting after it. They're going to come. They're going to move next door to you and build you know, a Mexican hey, hey, restaurant, and they're going to take you out. <laughs> so how am I going to take myself out? What am I going to do to be, you know? So I, I play games. I got to be prepared. <laughs> so I'm playing games with myself to keep myself motivated. Otherwise... <laughs> It's here, you know, and then it's gone, and then you're back to, you know, sure. that's how it's been for me. I'm sure there's some people that can ride, you know, Not and sure. stay motivated, but for me, it's like I got to constantly maintain my motivation, my clarity, uh-huh. you know.
1: I feel like the more podcasts, the more books, we we read one book a month as a team, like our team, that's a non-negotiable for us. It's like, hey, man, like, you got to read this, this, this book, everybody in our organization, and then we go over it. Give me one thing you're going to implement from the book, and then one thing that you really, really liked yeah. uh, after after the month is over, man, everything that I've learned, everything that I see other people doing it, I don't care if you're Tony Robbins, I don't care if you're Lewis House, or I don't care if you're anybody, they've read it or they've had mentors to learn from because Tony Robbins didn't wake up and had all these ideas. They're like, all right, I'm going to do this, nope. right? You just got to learn it from somewhere.
0: Yep. Yeah, Pretty he's powerful. yeah, he's a powerful guy. <coughs> um, you'll have to share that book list with me. Yeah, as you get absolutely. To, yeah, yeah, put me we'll on the email to. list or whatever because yeah. I'm always curious about new absolutely. book recommendations. Absolutely. Yeah. We
1: just read relate to that you'll relate to this um how to uh beat disease how to kill disease or how to beat disease it's all about what are the things you got to do on a daily basis what are the foods you got to eat workouts you got to do sleep you got to get to be able to be disease free Mm. And it's pretty powerful. We talked about a lot of the stuff that you told me about Huberman, right? Yep. A lot of that stuff. Yep. Uh, our whole team read it, and kind of they're implementing some of that stuff, little changes they got to make.
0: Dude, that's great. I'm glad you're doing that for your team. And, you know, making investments in their health and well-being is going to pay Absolutely. dividends for you
1: and, as a team, yeah. too. That's and fantastic. Because if I feel like I'm going to go as far as they're going to go mm-hmm. in our industry, man, Like, because I'm not busy writing business anymore. I'm literally being the CEO of the organizations, which we have. I can't sit there on a daily basis and do it, so I feel like I get my wins from their sales and from their wins, potentially, and more. And it's just been so fun. The more books they read, the more podcasts we listen to, the more culture we build... Our production just keeps going higher and higher and higher. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, and their and their well being probably with it, right? Because it can't always be about business. It's got to uh, also be where you're getting the the health and the vitality to be able to do all that stuff. So that's that's awesome.
1: And being a good human being, and I praise this all the time. Like guys, like you can write all the business you want, but if you're not a good human being, you're not a good father. You're not a good husband. You're not a this, this, or that, like, I feel like they they got to relate. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the better you, the more books you read, the more podcasts, you're literally going to be an overall good person. Mm-hmm. And that's just a no brainer. So yeah, pretty powerful. Um, I want to go over to your non-negotiables mm-hmm. and then your daily routine, man. Like, so what does Michael's day look like? I'm curious.
0: Well, I'll tell you, like, it, if you were to ask me that question, Eight years ago, I'd give you a way different answer because okay. I used to have a very regimented daily routine in terms of when I woke up, you know, when you were in the my grind meditation, of when I was building. on the grind of building, yeah, I had okay. to be so okay, um, just dialed in day to day. It was yep. wake up, I would meditate, I would do this and that. Okay. I have so much grams of protein before, you know, within okay. the first 30 minutes of waking up, I had all these things. Right. I had my meals specifically, you know, here's when I'm going to eat, what I'm going to eat, how I'm going to eat it. Here's, yeah. um, but now my life is so different. Sure. Sure. Um, For me, my non-negotiable starts the night before. And so I have to, before I go to bed, have my entire next day at least prioritized.
1: Okay.
0: So, so what I have and the way I like to do it is I have all of these compartments of my life, right? I have, so let's just say business A, business B, business C, business, you know, all the way down. And then I might have um, like a fitness bucket. Uh, So I have like, say my 20 buckets that are really, really important to me. And I write down my priorities for every single one of those buckets. And then I prioritize those again. So I get it off. I know tomorrow I have to do this for business A. I have to work out. I have to do these obligations. I sync that in with my calendar. And then I sleep well. Because if I go to bed and I don't have those things organized, then all night long I'm thinking about, oh, I forgot about this and i have to do yeah, that yeah, and I'm, yeah. but if i plan it out and what happens during that process is i, I start to get ahead as i'm planning i'm like okay mm-hmm. i know i have this meeting coming up Kay. let me get ahead make sure all that's off my you know so it's just it you. starts the night before and Kay. then the next day Kay. um i'm not as regimented as i used to be man i uh, some it just kind of depends how i feel some days I'll, I'll be fired up and i'm like all right i'm waking up at 5 a.m i'm hitting Kay. this run i'm hitting you know and Kay. then i'm gonna other days i'm like man i'm not feeling great i'm gonna sleep in a little Kay. bit and just really depends. I don't, I'm not as, but the non-negotiable though is always planning my day, the day, planning my next day, the night before. I got to do something physical. I have to just for my own. If I don't, you know, get a sweat in, get the heart rate up. I I feel terrible. So I got to do that. Um, And also those buckets also contain personal stuff, family stuff, kids, you know what I mean? So it's just whatever priorities are, I got to organize it all and plan my day the next day. Um, but uh, I don't, you know, I used to do a lot more, and it's just, it's different now. My life is, yeah, for you sure. Know, my life is different, so.
1: No, that's, dude, I feel like things change. Life changes, and you got to adapt and, yes. and, and do things. I feel like you know how to turn it on, though. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling when you do have to be in that regimen again, maybe you never would have
0: to. Yeah, I, I feel like I will. Yeah, okay. I feel like I will. You know, life is just a... It just is always ever changing. There's seasons to it. For you know sure. what I mean? You know, being in Nebraska, we can appreciate the seasonality of things, right? You can't plant in the winter. You got to do everything in a specific order. Yeah. And a lot of my life has been paying attention to what season you're in, right? Okay. When you have a two and a four year old and you're here at your business and you Excellent. know where you want to be, that you have to pay attention to those For seasons. Sure. Like I said, in six years, when the kids are, yeah. you know, in college, my season's going to be completely different. You okay. know, it's just so, so my behavior is going to be different. My routines are going to be sure. a little different. There's going to be some non negotiables, right? I yeah. still want to take care of my health. And, and, yeah, sure. and organize my day. I think that's always going to be a part of what I do, but it's just how I go about it and what my priorities are and what I'm trying to achieve is based on that specific season of my life, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: So that's where I'm at now.
1: That's powerful, man. Um, if you go, go back to uh, Michael, and he is 25 years old, mm-hmm. and I am Michael, like mm-hmm. knowing what you know now, well, what advice would you give somebody that's 25 years old uh, is working right now. Uh, it's a little bit ahead of the schedule. He, he's maybe making really good money, and he's trying to do this next entrepreneur, or wants to go get a newer job and make more money, or whatever that is, or yeah. buy a nice house, or open up a business. What what would be some some recommendations? What would you tell your Michael from 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 age twenty five?
0: Um, well, first and foremost, I'd say be nice to people. Okay. Um, because sometimes when you're grinding and you're aggressive yeah. and you're working hard, sometimes it's easy to be impatient, sure. not nice to people, you know. Not, not to say I was a, sure. a jerk, but I would have been a lot, still to this day, part of my, okay. you know, I want to be nicer to people, right? So yeah. just because re- every relationship is so important, man, whether it's with your, awesome. your customers, your guests, your, your employees, your family. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have liked to have had the maturity and the patience when I was a lot younger that I'm yeah. starting to develop now is in my 30s. Um, and then of course you gotta work your ass off you gotta work harder than everybody and and be competitive with it you know Um, I would say like I told you play the mind games you know treat it like a sport treat it like a sport and and psych yourself out Um, I've never been I I like the hard work I like the grind I like the feeling of being exhausted I like the feeling of like going to bed knowing that if my competition was working as hard as they could they still wouldn't want to compete with me because I'm just I'm not gonna be that relentless you know um, so if they could just be hungry, work hard, and be nice to people, that's I think that's a hell of a start right there.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's a great advice. I'm gonna take that myself, man. And I'm a hard worker, uh, but I feel like I could, I could. We all could do more. Could do, Always. There's another level to all of us, you know. Like F3, for example, I was telling you about this morning, this workout of men that that get get together and work out. I would have never woken up at 5:30 in the morning and gone and done hills. Like no, man. I, mean, I would have woken mm. up, got it cup of coffee and my kids are waking up and i'm gonna relax throughout my day but i feel like i've got so much accomplished today because i pushed myself to another level put myself through adversity right away yes. in the morning man and i'm ready to that physical thing you're talking about i yeah. feel like i know when i don't work out i work out in the middle of the day right about 12 to 1 is when i always work out if i don't on the days that i don't work out like today i didn't work out i know i'm gonna be off from 2 30 to 5
0: mm-hmm. is that I, I funny just, you feel it and you know it's coming yeah, yeah. 100%. You know what I like about groups like you talk about F3 is is yeah. going back to mentorship. It's that social accountability. That's why you got to have a good workout partner. You got to have good friends. You got to have a good wife or husband, right? Mm-hmm. It, those things are those relationships are so important that accountability. I know the, the you know when I'm doing my best it's because I got a workout partner or a group I'm going to meet that holds me accountable. No, I got to be at the gym at this yeah. time whereas if I'm on my own time, I might stare at my shoes for a little bit. Right? How do I want to run today? Yeah, I'm Not on phone. phone. I'm on, you know, but you know, you got a good workout partner or a good group, or yeah. you know, you're gonna you're gonna push yourself further, you're gonna be more consistent. So that's a, that's a key. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Good for you, man. Um, uh, I think we're we're getting pretty close to time, but so but I want to make sure I ask you about. So this podcast is called Win the Day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So. If you could nail down one thing that you got to do every day mm-hmm. to win the day, what do you think that would be?
0: You know, I think, for, again, for me, man, it's about organization. Okay. If, I, if I start my day and then I'm starting to organize and plan, I feel so behind. Okay. So that's why the for me, the night before, okay. I have to start my day ready to go. Because when I wake up, you know, even if it's meditating, um, I have that plan ready to go, and then I know what my next thing is. Mm. Maybe, it's, maybe it's coffee and emails or whatever the heck it might be for me it to win the day i have to go in with a plan and a strategy and if i wake up without a plan or a strategy for that day i feel behind yeah. i feel off i feel like i've already i'm already one step behind to the person who's who started their day intentionally knowing yeah. exactly what they were doing from the minute they woke up so for me, um, going back to it, you know, I don't have any new answers or new information, but th- that, that is the absolute key but, for oh, me is, cool. is waking up already with a plan of what you're going to accomplish for the day. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Do you write it down? I like physically note, write it on a piece of paper. Physically write a piece of paper and yep. then you check it almost with like, okay, I accomplished something today.
0: Yep. I, I physically write it. I look at it, everything again in all my buckets. I prioritize it based on the yeah. things that are most important and most urgent. Yeah. Um, and then I hammer those out and um, you go through my day. And, and that's not to say everything on that list, on that page, but then I know the next day. For sure. I carry those things over. And usually it's the the not important, not urgent things that don't get done, right? It's just the stuff that's like, all right, if I have time, these are yeah. not important or urgent, so I can do those things. But the, the, the important and urgent things have to get done. Yeah. Um, and then if you, if you go into your day, you can put those right at the beginning of your day, hammer those out. And by lunchtime, you've already done the important and urgent things. You've already been intentional. And, uh, you know, so now you have the time to, to f- figure out what you, the next priorities are for the day. So f- for me, that's paramount. I got to be organized the night before. Yeah,
1: it's funny, man. When I don't do that stuff and I'm hanging out with my kids, I feel like, oh, man, I forgot something. That's the thing. And then thing. you don't enjoy what truly matters, which is, dude, like you get two hours. Like I get between five to seven with my kids and then they get ready for bed mm-hmm. and stuff. I got two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. And I feel like if I don't do what you said... I feel like I didn't accomplish something and then I'll be off and then my relationship would suffer with my daughter and my son, which is very important to me to spend time with them, so.
0: You're so right about that, man. You're... It's about like being fully present in those things, right? And then you're you're half in, half out and you know, yeah. no one's winning in those situations. Dude,
1: the so. 80/20 blows my mind. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah, I'd be oh, curious that. to see if that's a real number, but it doesn't even matter to me because it's, it's got be <laughs> to be close. And and but the idea of it is it's, it's, it's scary. True. It's I mean, there's some truth to Whatever the number actually is, there's some truth to that. Oh,
1: that's crazy, you man. Keep that in mind. Um, I do I do want to ask one more thing which I think yeah. I think it would be really help our, our our audience would be So, the three. Do you have specific days where you're working Mula? Specific days you're working um, Taco Co. And, and then your other investments. And then you have like a family day, or is it kind of? I don't. Okay. I
0: don't. Um, my again. My my a week for me is different every single week. Got it. Um, every single day is different. Every single week is different. Got I, it. I don't personally have a routine. For me, it's about you know, priorities for the week, right? So just like I'll do my night before priorities, I'll Perfect. do the same thing as a snapshot. Actually, I look at the whole month really okay. in a big picture and kind of yeah. know where I'm at because for me, we have events yeah. and I have for tournaments sure. for the kids and yeah. I got all, so for me it's month, sometimes 90 days at a time, right? Yeah. Then that dials back and you kind of, that's a zoom out and then you kind of zoom in for on the day. Sure. Um, so basically it depends on the priority. You know, in my business, it's a lot about managing, you know, equipment and people and sure. products For sure. so you know i could wake up and an unforeseen yeah. you know the dishwasher goes out a ice machine right? right it's a piece right, of right, key right. equipment goes down so then i have to make those adjustments in my schedule and have the flexibility oh. and, or somebody doesn't show up to work right so it's equipment and people that, that <laughs> or <consume>. pandemic <laughs> hits, and then you're like all right let's yeah, go that's let's yeah get that's to work. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, my my personally, okay. I, I think I have a really unique um, situation where every day for me is a little different. It's all driven by what's on that paper. What's and my priority for the next day? If we if I need to be in the kitchen somewhere, I'll I'll have to do that on sure. on Thursday, right? Um, if I don't, and I have you know, I'm on the city council for Ralston. Maybe I have a city council meeting that day. Oh
1: sure
0: sure sure. Um, you know, or something else comes up with the kids or personally, or maybe I have you know a, a commercial property that needs some maintenance. So I'll go yep. ahead and hit that on a on a Saturday or Sunday, right? So. Um, every day is different. I kind of like it that way, though. To oh, be honest, sure. you know, sure. it's nice to be more less about having to be somewhere, more about what needs my time and attention on a day to day basis, absolutely. and just focus on that. You know,
1: absolutely, that's awesome, man. Michael, that was a lot of fun, man. Good, I appreciate you. being Yeah, on. appreciate you. Appreciate Thanks the again. invite. It's All fun right, stuff. Man.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Win your mind, and you'll win your day. Look forward to seeing you next time on Win the Day podcast.